0: We are back, Real Talk with Chuck and Pam, and poor Chuck, he's been smeared with peanut butter from my car, and then squirted with peppermint hand sanitizer, thank you, Kelsey.
1: I love the out of context, uh, (laughs) phraseology, phraseology there, smeared with peanut butter in my car. All right, yeah, we'll just let people's minds wander there. Oh,
0: you can figure it out, everybody that knows me, they know that I love peanut butter and pretzels as a snack in my car.
1: (laughs) yeah that poor new car of yours.
0: You know what? Everything is it's quite, not new no more. It ain't no new more. <laughs> <laughs> the dogs kind of took care of that. One.
1: Yeah, they take care of that quick. don't they though? They big time. big time. So do we have any dogs to speak of this week?
0: Do we have any dogs? I you know what? What do we have this week? Let's go through the list. I don't even know. My head is just spinning this week.
1: We have nobody.
0: That's not a dog.
1: We have Zack Snyder's Justice League.
0: To me. Ruff, 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 yeah, we'll ruff. talk.
1: We'll talk. <laughs> you saw a movie called Six Minutes to Midnight. I did. And uh, which is sounds interesting and I need to catch up on it.
0: Yeah, and that one is not a dog, although I think they took a lot of liberty with the facts. Okay, we'll so, get to that then. Yeah.
1: And then I saw an interesting horror film called Violation.
0: So, Two barks, three barks? Uh,
1: I'm still thinking about it.
0: Oh. Okay, There's maybe I'll just to
1: to watch
0: it. Through. No, no,
1: no, no. no. <laughs> You'll never speak to me again.
0: <laughs> um, then I won't make you sit through a Bad Trip either. Although I it's did enjoy happen. it, and I know you don't like the actors. We'll we'll chat about that very briefly as well. And that's on Netflix this week.
1: So, what do you want to start with?
0: Let's start with Nobody, because okay. I have a feeling Zach is going to take a while. <laughs>
1: Well, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 We'll have to wait and see. So I guess, do you want me to sum up nobody and then leave Justice League? Due no, due? Or, I do yes, not. Yes, I I'm,
0: absolutely do I'm not. I'm
1: wondering why you're hesitating. I'm <laughs> waiting for you to jump in here. Although yes. I'd love to hear you sum up Justice League. Uh, you know, I
0: didn't know, and, and for those of you who don't realize this, we tape this recording in the podcast studio at WCIA just before we go on the air mm-hmm. for CI Living, which is live. And I had this nightmare last night that you made me Tell the synopsis for Zack Snyder's Justice League, and I couldn't remember if it was DC or Marvel. <laughs> Sometimes nightmares come true. So uh, you can't what do, do we that. Got? To me? we got about forty-five
1: minutes here before that happens.
0: <laughs> now let's go with let's go with nobody because nobody was a shocker to me. Um, this is usually not my style of flick. It stars mm-hmm. Bob Odenkirk. For those of you who watched Breaking Bad, I did not, or Better Call Saul, I did. Um, He's got a very unique personality and he stars as this man Hutch. Hutch is a bit of a wet noodle. No backbone. He's in the drudgery of everyday living. Goes to work, comes home. His wife and he are not in a good place in their relationship. Two kids, blah blah, really dull and boring life. And
1: I love how they showed that. Don't you though? Wasn't that was that incredible.
0: great editing?
1: That was incredible. Great
0: great yeah. intro. Yeah. yeah. Um the foundation the set up for this whole film, I think is extraordinary. Um well, They get robbed one night and his son tackles one of the intruders Mm -hmm. and Hutch has the ability to take down these thieves and he chooses peace over violence. Well, when he finds that his daughter's little kitty cat bracelet is missing, Mm -hmm. some Mm -hmm. switch is flipped Uh and he goes on a rampage to find these thieves. And while doing so, he runs into some thugs that... Perhaps he wishes he never had, or maybe he's thankful that he did. Uh, We find out that Hutch is not the man we thought he was. And he's got a lot of special skills that we find out Mm -hmm. about very, very quickly. The pace just ramps up incredibly, as does the body count. Um, And this is an extremely violent film. However... It's over-the-top violence, so it didn't bother me like they typically do. This reminded me so much of John Wick, which you enlightened me that the writer of John Wick is also the writer of this film. Mm -hmm. However, I liked it so much more than the John Wick films, and I think it's because it's a better script. I think it's a better story. I think it's better acting and better cast. We have Christopher Lloyd playing the father, who's got a few tricks up his sleeve as well. This becomes... A baby driver meets John Wick meets Kevin from Home Alone kind of movie for me. And you're looking very puzzled by my description. No,
1: no, 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 we, no, We're, we're, we're just going to disagree on a couple of things. Okay.
0: okay. I loved the juxtaposition of the visual onslaught of brutality with the auditory onslaught of happy, fun, kind of 70s, 80s pop music. 80s mm-hmm. pop music and everything in slow motion as we're witnessing what's going on and we're hearing these fun little pop tunes. To me, that just tickled my funny bone.
1: Yeah, when, once we see him reveal himself, that, you know, I've got to be me is playing, uh, you know, which, you know, gets no points for subtlety, but it, it's, it's funny as hell. Yeah. It's yeah. funny as hell. You know, it's funny. I've I watched this with my wife, and she said the exact same thing when I told her it was about John Wick. She said, well, I don't like those movies, but I, I like either. this one. Yeah. And then I attempted to have a conversation with her about tone, which, of course, spell on deaf ears. I saw the glazed-over look <laughs> no after, after five seconds. So yeah, I'm talking to myself again here. Uh, but that's all this is. It's tone. It's it just is. a shift in tone. It's the same movie, but it's a shift in tone, and, and that makes all the difference in the world. And I, and I love the John Wick movies because I look at them as musicals i look at them as examples of choreography yeah. i mean that's what special be, effects yeah, yeah yeah i mean that's i mean yeah but, the story's silly as hell but. but they
0: that one gets redundant to me this one didn't and i and i yeah find i can it, see that. it's because of bob odenkirk's performance he mm-hmm. has so much personality and he brings that sarcasm into the story and his reactions mm-hmm. are priceless and he looked pretty
1: darn fit and buff. I read it took him two years to get in shape, he said.
0: Okay. okay. We saw yeah, him no, a couple years ago.
1: Yeah, you know, so, so he must have just been starting that. But yeah, yeah, he said it took him two years to get in shape. Uh, the movie's funny as hell. And you forgot to mention RZA, the rapper. I, well, as I didn't his, know it was
0: RZA. I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. going RZA uh, as his
1: brother. I didn't brother. want to embarrass myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we see a picture early on of Christopher Lloyd and then... Odin Kirk and then a, an African-American guy. I'm like, "What
0: the hell is that?" Yeah. But yeah,
1: it's his brother who shows up at the end as well. Um,
0: his voice is in the beginning,
1: though. Just, well, yeah, yeah, we hear him constantly yeah. over the radio, yeah. warning him. I think he's the only person that he'll talk to. Um, this movie really reminded me of one you haven't seen and you need to see it, and I mm-hmm. forgot it off my shelf. It's called "A History of Violence."
0: Yeah uh, You've David Cronenberg. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: because it's got Vigo in it, and I know you like him, and I, I can't believe you him. haven't seen this movie. Oh, I actually,
0: actually have seen it. I have seen it. Okay. I think you recommended it to me years ago, mm-hmm. and I did see it.
1: Okay. What's it about? I don't
0: remember. See?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, in that one, he plays a small-town guy who owns a uh, cafe. Okay. And uh, a couple robbers come in, and he takes them down. And, oh, my God, where did you learn these skills? And we find out about his past, too.
0: Um,
1: yeah, you know, this movie, in many ways, is indefensible. Just like, you know, the John Wick movies are indefensible because of the violence. But, mm. you know, as I said in my review for the News Gazette that, you know, the booby trap stuff at the end, I wouldn't be surprised if all the stuff and it says Acme Incorporated. Right, on right. It, you know. <laughs> and the Roadrunner
0: says, yeah, beep, beep.
1: And, and, yeah, and that's how I took this. It was like an old cartoon. It was. It was like the guys are Wile e. Coyote. They're going to get smashed. They're going to get gored. They're going to be, you know, awful, awful things but I was laughing my ass off as it was
0: happening right right because I think it was so over the top and yeah. ridiculous it was like a home alone thing with all the booby traps that they set up yeah. it reminded me of Kevin you know putting the nails in the ice and whatever else he put around the house and,
1: and that's twice because uh they attack his house right and then they attack him at a uh, machine shop that he takes over and all the, yeah everything's booby tracks, business, so. yeah um but,
0: i you know I, I agree though I mean especially um you know with the last two or actually last week we've had two shootings, which has been devastating, which I almost called my editor to say, I'm not so sure that I want to have this review printed because of the gun violence aspect. But this is cartoonish. And in my mind, I don't think these films incite violence and and this type of film especially is more cartoony. I'm not sure. What's your thought on this type of thing? Well,
1: if this movie incites violence in someone, then that person is already troubled. Right, right. I I mean, this, you know, if you can't tell the difference, then... But obviously, we have a great many troubled people in our country right. that aren't getting the help they need. And that's always been our problem as a society. We've always had this problem with violence. Right. You know, we get all prudish about sex and don't show that. And we mean, oh, my God, that's offensive. But, you know, you can turn on The Walking Dead on regular TV and see somebody's head you know, just get blown off and it's no big deal with us. Right. And that's a big part of the problem. Um, and if people come out, Against this film, there's really nothing you can say that well you're wrong.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but again, it's all about tone, uh, and uh, but it but it's just such such an incredible fine line as far as as uh, whether it's acceptable or not. And That's why I always have qualms about recommending the John Wick films mm-hmm. because there the tone's completely different. It, it is. is. It's deadly serious, uh, you know, to a point, and that you know the problem with movies like this is that. It makes the violence, the violence is so stylized, it makes it look cool. Right. That's the problem, and I don't know who it was, but someone said that it was almost impossible to make an anti-war film because no matter what you do, a lot of the times what you're showing glorifies it. Right. It, right. It's just such a difficult thing to crack. I think we've had some good examples in, in years past, but it's just a... A razor's edge.
0: It truly is. And, you know, I wonder, too, and this maybe wouldn't have crossed my mind a week ago before these sure. shootings took place, if it would have released last Friday and sure. And I actually got a phone call from my daughter just before I came down here, um she couldn't go to class today because there was she had a report of a hostage situation, guns and possible bomb at UK Chandler Hospital, which is just down the street from her apartment and mm-hmm. her classes take place there.
1: Aren't you glad we're getting back to normal? Oh,
0: uh, well, you know, and I and I remember you saying months ago because of COVID, I mean, COVID has been horrible. But one of the positives is the fact that we haven't had the mass shootings. No school we're, shootings. We're nothing. back to one week getting back of, to of being normal. And what do we have? Yep. Two shootings, and then my daughter's yeah. school. Right, and who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 And of co- and well, I don't want to get into the politics of it. No, we won't. Uh, we won't. But um, yeah, welcome back to normal.
0: Well, let's talk about a little Abby Normal, and let's go to Justice League. Abby
1: Normal, there's no brain transplants in this film.
0: Um, I think I had one. Uh,
1: no, I think yours was melted.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Can I, is, that, is that somebody who like takes the whole of your head and it melts your brain? Uh, do there's that?
1: there's a few villains who could do that. Okay. Yeah, okay. definitely, definitely. That's not out of their wheelhouse. All right. Completely. Yeah, Doctor Light. You want Dr. to stay away Light. from Doctor Light. Doctor Light. He's bad news. Okay. He's bad, bad. Yeah. Yeah. Ja- Zack Snyder's Justice. Justice League, what a story as far as the making of the film is concerned. Uh, Schneider left uh, Justice League in mid-production when his uh, daughter tragically committed suicide.
0: Oh, my gosh. And, uh, yeah,
1: you didn't know this, did you?
0: No. Yeah,
1: he had shot uh, a good chunk of the film and a lot that wasn't used, and then they brought in Joss Whedon from the Avengers films to finish it up.
0: Also known Uh, from Much Ado About Nothing, which I really love. Right.
1: Uh, and the result was uh, definitely a mixed bag, a disappointment when Justice League came out. You could, you know, it was well publicized that these two directors had worked on it. Whedon's and Snyder's style were both well known. You could see that they were clashing, that it didn't come together. It was a disappointment. And fanboys for years have been clamoring because Snyder, was dropping hints online that you know he did have footage that wasn't used, that he had put together his own cut, and of course the fanboys somehow or another. Pro- uh, Uh, persuaded Warner Brothers to get Snyder $70 million to do his own cut. Go in and shoot new scenes to elaborate on things. You have a look of disgust on your face. No,
0: I just, I actually, it's a look of awe. Like, I want to be in that pitch meeting to find out how he convinced somebody to say, give me $70 million because I'm going to remake what you've already made.
1: Right. It's never been done before. You're going to remake, redo a bomb. Right. A bomb. And not only that. The, the the From the get-go, it was, we're not going to show it in theaters. It's going to HBO Max. And again, we've talked about this, and I still haven't been able to figure out how they justify this. Yeah. How many new subscribers they can trace back to this film right. and justify this in- investment. It's mind-boggling. It is, assuming. isn't it? Uh, so it's really, you know, they ought to make a documentary about the making of the film. Because it's... Fascinating, right? It really is fascinating. Right. Uh, and for us who are superhero fans, particularly DC fans, uh, this is a vast improvement. This four hour mega epic is a vast improvement of the other film, uh, even though it does have its share of problems. I'm not going to say it's a perfect film, far from it. Uh, but we get a lot more background on the characters, which I, pre- which, which I appreciated, uh, particularly the Flash and Cyborg. Oh, the
0: Flash, That's his name, that speedy guy. <laughs> I just say that to just like really irk you. Oh, if you could only see the look on Chuck's face right now.
1: <laughs> I'm not, no, I'm not gonna. You know, it's too late. I already did. <laughs> oh, my
0: goodness. That was just fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Keep going. Sorry. Oh,
1: no, 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 no. Uh, it, like I say, this is not for everyone, but if you know anything about the film, if you know anything about the characters, it's a vast improvement, as I say, although the film's still too long.
0: I mean uh, it's, four it's, hours it's too long, long. <laughs> It should
1: do. And you know, and you were just talking about slow motion being used in uh, nobody. Right. The way Snyder uses this here, Jesus Christ. I mean, no wonder the film the whole four thing hours. Was four.
0: Yeah. I mean it probably would have been two hours if they would have put it like in regular speed. You know, and, and, and the
1: thing is is though even though I liked it, it's that and it's just so operatically serious at times, it just borders on being a parody of itself. Yeah. At times. Yeah. You know. Uh But that's his style. It's always been his style, and that's always been the problem. Uh, He's great when it comes to composition.
0: Oh, my goodness, yeah. I will totally agree with you on that. He
1: makes things look great.
0: It it was beautiful. The artistry involved in this was absolutely incredible. The special effects, again, absolutely incredible. Beautiful.
1: And in both versions, the (laughs) highlight for me was the Wonder Woman sequence at the beginning. Okay. Where she saves the kids. Yeah. I thought was just incredible. That was
0: pretty cool. I
1: mean the special effects, her, I mean it, it just the kids'
0: reaction the to it. The kid's her.
1: reaction. And she just that in if you want to give an example of what a superhero it is, you just show that film that clip and there it is. Yeah. It's right there. Yeah. Uh I just wish the rest of the film had that amount of energy and was a little less angsty. Yeah. The
0: the flash guy, that was cute. <laughs>
1: No, he's great.
0: (laughs) You know, I I totally enjoyed that introduction, and I didn't see him again because, as I admitted in my review on our website, realtalkwithchuckandpam.com, I made it. 29 minutes and five seconds, I think, or four seconds. The first time, right. And so I I sat down again the next night, and I made it to an hour 5904 or something like that. And uh, so I did get an introduction to Speedy Guy, but that's as far as I got. I did get to see Aquaman a couple times, and just for the sheer pleasure, pleasure of watching him disrobe I was, I was all cool with that. I, we, did n- I did not wait around for Henry Cavill at hour number three, though. I never got past the two-hour mark.
1: For those of you who care, <clears throat> there's more backstory on Aquaman, too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I can understand that.
1: I know this isn't your cup of tea. I know it isn't.
0: But you know what? I, I do like... A good story, and I'm okay with the the whole Marvel universe, DC, wherever the universes are. I'm good with it if you can give me a good story that hooks me. This just got bogged down.
1: There's a good story in there, but there's it's it's a fatty film.
0: Yeah, you know, it's Uh, a two hundred pound overweight film.
1: Yeah, this could have been a two and a half hour movie. And I probably and would have liked it, it better. Because and I remember
0: texting you the first half hour, like probably 20 minutes in, I'm like, I'm really liking this. I'm liking the backstory on these characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was moving along. I'm really interested. This is cool. And then something happened. Yeah. No, I Actually, get it. nothing happened, which is why something had to happen, which was me hitting the pause button. Uh, <laughs> oh, Charlie, got to go out?
1: Definitely a polemic film, a, a movie, a, a polarizing movie. I get it.
0: Okay. I get All
1: it. All right. But... You know, the speedy guy.
0: Speedy guy. He speedy was so cute. Guy.
1: He's he's the comic <laughs> relief. He's fantastic. The speedy guy, you missed something important at the end because he figured out he can go back in time.
0: Aww, he can zip back, huh? He
1: can zip back, and that's going to be important for another movie that's coming out next year that you're going to hate. So just okay, get ready. Okay, cool. well, <laughs> I'll just fast forward
0: to what, like, hour, three hours and you, 42 you minutes? got fast
1: forward to a movie <laughs> devoted to The Flash.
0: Yes. The irony
1: of it all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is. Okay, right, so we agree to disagree on yeah, that one. Okay. How many stars did you give that one? I gave it three. Okay, I gave it three. Okay, All right, fair enough. Yeah. I didn't rate it. I know. I I didn't feel that I gave it a fair shot. So. Well, that's
1: that's very honest.
0: Thank you. you.
1: So, um, what about this midnight movie that I keep hearing about from six, you?
0: Six minutes to midnight. Um, you know, I I really enjoyed watching it. What's it about? <laughs> it's 1939 August in England, and um, we are taken to this this girls' day school, or this girls' boarding school, rather, and there is a teacher who is all of a sudden looking for something hidden in the wall and can't find it, realizes that the camera has been discovered and he's running for his life while he washes up on shore. Um, We realize he wasn't an English teacher, he was a spy. Um, Eddie Izzard um, co writes the story in Stars as the next teacher to come in, who is also an English spy.
1: Okay, wait a second. Wait yeah, a second. Yeah, I gotta yeah, ask yeah. you. So this takes place in England.
0: Yeah, 1939. And the teacher
1: was like a, a Nazi spy.
0: No, he well, he no, he was an English spy, spying on the Nazis. These girls that were at this boarding school so take, were all children, girls of high-level, high-ranking Nazis in Germany who shipped their daughters off to be trained at this remote boarding school. So <laughs> what were they hoping to learn from this? I'm these not sure. Kids? Not sure. So is this a true oh, story? Oh, um it's based on a true story. Okay. I think the whole spy part though, is like the fictional part. I think that there was, I know that there was this boarding school. I know that there were 20 girls there. I know that all of these girls there were daughters of high-ranking Nazi officials. Okay. After that point, I'm not quite sure what is real. I need to do a little bit more research. Um, Some of the, the reviews that I read question the reality of things, and that kind of pisses me off when they take so much liberty that you can't Enjoy the film for entertainment and education. Whereas right. in *The Courier* with Benedict Cumberbatch, most of that was true. I'm sure right. they took some poetic license well, for storytelling. You have storytelling. to, you you have have to. to. Sure. Um, but that was a true story. <clears throat> so um, this was this was good. It was captivating. It was a, a spy story filled with double crossings and you know trusting somebody in, in a cat and mouse kind of chasing thing going on. It was riveting in that way as a story.
1: What's the Judy Dench doing this because she this?
0: is a schoolmarm she's the headmaster or headmistress of this school and she is British and she allows these girls to come in and there's like a a leader of these girls as well that's a little bit older um and she kind of goes head to head with Judy Dench's character she's gotcha. sucked into the whole thing though she's in this state of denial as far as what the Nazis are wow. and what their intentions Nothing's are. Because remember, happen. this is before the whole war right, right, truly before the invasion starts. And, they've, well, yes. they've invaded Poland, Poland by this time. and right. um, So it's uh, it's 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 good. I hope that you watch it for what it is. But I again, I want to I'm not 100% sure I'm going to recommend it because I'm not sure how much is true and if it is just a spy movie. Also, Eddie Izzard.
1: Does he wear a dress? No. Okay. Should he? He always used to wear a dress when he was uh, doing a stand-up.
0: Oh, that was part okay. of his shtick. Okay, well, there's no shtick in this. Okay. He's kind of cardboard in it, though. He's not the right person to play this role. He is one of the co-writers, though, and I think he executive produced or produced it. So he was going to play this role. So he was going to play this role, and I think that that was a shortcoming. He just doesn't fit the role. Gotcha. Um, Didn't know anything about the dress wing. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. He's a funny guy. You should look up some of his stand-up. He was not funny in this.
1: He's funny in that. He does stand-up. I'm okay. sure Netflix must have some of their I'm sure stuff. I'm sure he does.
0: I've, I've heard of him. I just didn't know that much yeah. about him. So, um, And then we've got Bad Trip on Netflix, which is kind of like Bad Grandpa. Um, a little bit better, <laughs> I thought. I had fun with this. This is nothing new either. I think the part that amazed me is this is a movie about these two guys, um, Lil Rel Howery. Mm who um I remember from get out as the the TSA guy oh okay I like him I he's like funny. him uh-huh. yeah. and then uh Eric Andre I think is his name yeah he's funny and Kelsey uh, saw the the previews to that she, and the preview was this this uh huge car vacuum sucking his. Uh, outfit off of him and so he's naked and Kelsey goes oh my god he's always naked on everything he does I didn't know this guy at all Hmm. Um, so these two buddies are going on a road trip to find um, Chris's is Eric Andre's character's name find Chris's love of his life who is this a beautiful intelligent gallery director in New York City Um, They ditch everything in in Florida, they steal a car, who the car actually belongs to uh, Trina, I think is her name, and that's played by Tiffany Haddish, and I know you do not like her at all. Cough up that furball. Jesus. Um, And she is a convict. So these three actors are the only actors, well, there be a couple of other actors, but for the most part, the only actors in this film. Everybody else is being punked or pranked or candid camera from back in the day when I was growing up. God, you are old. I know. (laughs) Um, And so they travel from Florida all the way up to New York City and stop along the way at different places. And they set up these elaborate gags and real people's reactions, real people's situations. Sometimes it looks as if um, the two actors, the two guys, Lil Lil Rel and and, uh, Eric Andre are in life-threatening situations, and they've got um, Tiffany Haddish's character coming after them because they stole her car and she's gonna kill him. Um, It's, to me, it, it was just like the dose of whatever I needed. I had a really rotten week this week and it was total escapism, and it was funny. It was raunchy as hell. It was crass. It was crude. Um, I put in the review that I'm on the fence on this one because I can't recommend it because it is so freaking raunchy. But I laughed my ass off. Well, that's
1: the point, though. If you laughed, I mean, yeah, and I it did,
0: wrong. I did, and you can't apologize. That. It was amazing to me. They did. If you watch this, watch the um, outtakes at the end because after every scene where they they set up these pranks. They then reveal themselves to all the real people that have been captured with all their crazy reactions to this, and it's kind of fun to watch what their reactions are once they realize they've been I'm pumped. pumped yeah.
1: um, and and this is on Netflix, this right? This is on starting Netflix starting Friday. Friday. Yeah, oh,
0: yeah. And it, it, crazy to me. I mean, I know Tiffany Haddish's voice, her cadence and her speech. Uh, Same with Lil Rel. And I know you don't like them, but I but I know their voices and I know their faces. I can't believe that nobody along the way, recognized these two actors.
1: Mm-hmm. I guess it would depend who their who the mark is.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and, and Kelsey did bring up the, a good point to me. She goes, you know, when you are in a really crazy situation, you're not processing information quite right. That's true. So you may not even, you know, mm-hmm. have that visual awareness. And I said, that's that's true. You're kind of like emotionally hijacked. Yeah.
1: I'm not going to knock Miss Haddish. I mean, if people like that, that's fine. So, but I'm I'm going to let this one go.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. not your typical Tiffany Haddish. Doesn't mess. matter. Okay.
1: Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter.
0: Okay. <laughs> right.
1: mm. right. I saw a movie called Violation last night. I saw uh, the poster. Yeah, it's a French Canadian film, and it's been getting really, really good reviews at uh, film festivals where it's been released. Okay. Um, And I think it's the type of film that critics are afraid to come out against because of the subject matter. Which is? A woman is a rape survivor. And she goes on the vengeance trail to enact her anger towards the person who rapes her, Mm -hmm. who happens to be her brother-in-law. And the movie is told in, in in fractured time. You don't realize it at first, but we're going back and forth between past, present, and, and, and perhaps even future at times. It's really a scattered kind of timeline. And it takes you a few minutes to understand, understand this as far as how things are playing out. And the movie, is it, it, shot, it reminded me a lot of Lars, Lars Van Trier's Antichrist. It's shot in a very arty way. It's like you would walk into an art house and see this film as far as the music is is concerned, as far as how uh, the framing is concerned, as far as the... uh, Classical music is used all throughout this, and it's it's very well done. But at the core, I can't shake the fact that this is just like a B-movie exploitation, a spit-on-your-grave type movie. Okay. You know, And, and I think people are being fooled by the surface of this film.
0: Okay. They're being
1: fooled by the fact oh this is already oh this is taking this is really taking a thoughtful look at trauma. This is really taking a, a really you know introspective it's really a look movie. but, but at, the, at the at the surface of it is, is that this is just it, it has violence in here I've never seen before. and you know me. So for me to wow. say that—that
0: that kind of scares me to see it. Actually, that's
1: why you can't see it. Okay, and I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm serious about this. You cannot watch this movie. My son walked in at one point, and he said, "Wow, that's really some movie." And it was, of, uh, it was of a graphic sex scene that was occurring. Oh, really? Yeah. This would have been rated X if we were still doing ratings. Okay. Okay, it is that, that okay. gruesome. Right. And at the end, it's, it's all so it's also confused in that it's suggested that perhaps all that we've seen hasn't happened. That perhaps this is all just in her mind. Okay. This revenge fantasy right. that is playing out. Uh, but, you know, the, the bottom line of the film, though, is, is that, you know, this woman is damaged. And there's no question about that. It's obvious why she, she would be. Um, but I, I just, I, I'm, I'm still thinking about this, as you can tell from yeah. my stuttering. And, and It's been less than 24 hours since I've seen this. And I'm just concerned that just because it has a high gloss to it, you know, it's kind of like what, 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 you know, can't, what was that whole thing about a pig, you know? Uh, silk, you know, you can't make oh, a oh,
0: can't put a pig, lipstick on a pig. Can't put lipstick, and I think yeah. that's what we're doing
1: here in a sense. Uh, they they're trying to put this high gloss sheen on a piece of exploitation, and I think a lot of like I say, male critics are afraid to criticize it for coming off as insensitive. Is it
0: written and directed by a woman? Yes, it
1: is. Okay. A woman who stars in it wrote it and directed it.
0: And is she a victim of trauma?
1: I'm going to assume she is. Yeah. I haven't done much research on her, but I've looked at other films that she's done in the past, short films, uh-huh. and so many of them deal with odd sexual situations. So I'm going to assume she is. There's something going on
0: here.
1: Okay. But um, it's an odd, odd piece of work. It's called Violation. It's premiering on Shudder. Uh, The Horror Channel, uh, starting on Friday, March uh, 26th. Um, It's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. And I would just say, hold on tight if you're going to jump in here. But uh, I'd love to get some feedback because, uh, like I say, I'm still processing this one and I, I just wonder if I'm looking at it completely wrong.
0: Okay. Okay. Interesting. I'm, you've, you've piqued my curiosity enough, but I'm scared in a lot of ways if you tell me don't watch it. I trust you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> I say, I, you know that I yeah. have no problem with violence in movies. Yeah. This was disturbing.
0: Okay. All right. Well, there you have your warning. And do we have any other movies that have opened this week? It's kind of a slow week for I us. I don't
1: think so. Things are slowing down. I uh, there's like only, that. Uh, me too. Uh, there's only two next week. You're going to be gone, so we're probably mm. going to take a week off. We'll catch up uh, next time on uh, about King Kong and Godzilla. Right, And right. a Casey Affleck movie called Every Breath You Take. I don't think it's a documentary on the often misinterpreted police song. I think <laughs> it's a psychological thriller uh, that we'll catch up on. I love Sting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You, you've heard the story about this song, yeah. You know how everybody uses it at their wedding, no? Oh yeah, yeah. You know it's a, it's a common wedding song. You okay. Every breath, you know, uh, 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 and Sting has come out to say, you know, you got this all wrong. This is a song about a stalker. Oh! don't you realize this? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it is used incorrectly in weddings for years.
0: It's a song about a stalker. Listen oh, to the funny. words next time it comes out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm not a big lyric listener, so I probably would have made the same mistake. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, that does it for us. Real Talk with Chuck and Pam. Take a look at our Facebook page. We have giveaways galore, and mm-hmm. we also have all of our reviews of all of the movies ever made. No, not ever made, but a lot of them on our website, realtalkwithchuckandpam.com. Thanks for listening. Share if you can. We'd really appreciate it.
1: Take care, everyone.